everyone, welcome to tonight's Open Space. We've got a very interesting episode of Open Space for you tonight with students from Tinwin Catholic Secondary School. Hey, everyone. Hi. Hi. Hello. Here they are introducing themselves. I'm Ben from 5A. I'm Cedric from 5B. I'm James from 5A. I'm Morden from 5A. Welcome to Open Space. You guys have gone through some serious research for tonight's topic, and you're going to introduce us to different psychological effects. Maybe first of all, we can start with Ben. What is your research about? Yeah, I'm going to talk about Carol Valenda effect. Okay. And uh, Carol Valenda was an American highway actress and a circus art which performed dangerous stunts. Often without a safety net, he was very popular and never failed in his career. In 1978, at age 73, this man attempted a walk between the two towers, and this was his final walk. He would retire after the show. He always said there was no room for Ura in this performance before he stopped. Finally, he lost his balance and fell during the attempt. He was pronounced dead after his body arrived at the hospital. Allison, why yes. he felt with so much experience, what do you think? Well, first of all, that's really tragic. <laughs> um, I don't know. I mean, it was going to be his last gig, right? His last yeah. stun. Um, it's it's particularly more dangerous. I mean, you described it was him walking between two towers. Yes. Yeah. So, how does that make you feel? Um, I think it's it's quite sad because and he he would retire after the show, yeah. but finally he he dead. So yeah. it is quite a sad story. Right. But it's more than just a story, isn't it? Now his name is actually used for one of the psychological effects. So, what does that actually mean? Yeah. And this effect means that the more you worry about something happening, the more likely it is to happen. We should not spend our mind worry, worrying about our success or fail and results. Right. We should focus on the thing we are doing now. So if you're more worried about failing the DSE, then it's more likely that you might fail. Yes, and because um, uh, we need to spend our mind, it's not worry about our results but it's to focus on the thing what we are doing. Absolutely. Well, thank you for your sharing, Ben. That's so important. And thank you for your research. Next up, I'm going to come to Cedric. Cedric, you've got something completely different to share. Yes, I want to share with on attachment theory. Mm -hmm. The original attachment theory was put forward by a man called John, who is a 1930s person and he trained many children with emotion problems. And this experience led John to consider the importances of the children's relationship with their mothers in terms of their social or emotional developments. And he believed that a child would depend on the person taking care of him at birth to avoid being exposed to external trends, the, inter- the dependencies relationships affects only the interaction between the child and the mother, but also the life of nine times. Normally, there are 
fourth type of attachment fairy, and each attachment fairy is the have some features on the children personalities. Right. So, what are these fairies? Like Tooth Fairy or Santa Claus? What are they?、Mm, I think、uh, the this attachment fairy is uh, directly uh, affected by their parents and or mother and father. And when the children grow up,、uh, their family will directly affect the their personality. When they grow up, I see. Do you have that growing up?、Mm, I think、uh, not really. That's good then. Not too much attachment. Yes. All right. Thank you for sharing, Cedric. And then next, I'm going to come to James. James, you're going to talk about Lucifer effect. Uh, yes. Um, for my topic, um, the Lucifer effect is psychology. Means to the fact that all humans being can commit cruelty under certain conditions.、Um, as a website on psychology, games people play and the dark side of socialization and human nature, good and evil, is a topic I explored.、Mm-hmm. Um, for the Lucifer effect, um, it's ca- defined with. Uh, dehumanization.、Uh, it is mean that we, if we don't consider our victims to be humans and like us,、um, show morals don't apply to them, and it can be defined the diffusion of responsibility too, which means. The more the people, the less we feel responsible for helping.、Um, also, um, it can means people commit more crimes when they are they can stay anonymous.、Mm. Yes, I think that has got something to do with something that is very real, like cyberbullying, right? If they don't have to reveal who they are, then they feel like they can get away with everything. Yes, yeah.、Uh, uh, for my experience. Uh, sometimes I saw someone in the Instagram.、Mm. They play the anonymous chat room.、Uh, then lots of people can hurt someone quite easily. Right.、Um, yes. Yeah, that's crazy. But、um, thank you for sharing. It is something that is very real, and I think the more we are comfortable with not having. To take responsibility for what we do, let's say online,、um, the more serious that this could get. So that's definitely something that we need to pay attention to. Thank you, James. And then finally, coming back to Morton, you are going to tell us all about body language. Yes, and I'm different from my classmate. I'm going to talk about the. I'm not going to talk about the event. I'm going to talk about the most common psychology.、Mm-hmm. It will always using in our daily life. Okay. Which is the way to read mind of somebody based on the posture and gesture.、Uh, you are already to pick up, which is which pick up on more body language cues than your you are considerate aware of. UCLA research has shown that 55% of the mind of someone is based on their body language. The rest are 
based on the actual words we are saying or the tones of voice. Hey, Alison. Yes. If someone refused to speak, how would their behavior? Well, first of all, uh, if they're speaking on a Zoom meeting like we are, they might turn off the mics, they might turn off the cameras. <laughs> uh, but if they're doing this in person, I think you know the the most common gesture that would do would be crossing their arms, right? Yes, I, I agree with you. I think that someone who refused to speak, they will cross their arms or legs. It's shown that they are the people is not open to what you are saying. Yeah. Even if they are smiling or engaging, the mind of the person will show on the body language. Also, how, do you think eyes can betray you and show that you are lying? Absolutely. I think some people, I heard somewhere, uh, one of the psychologists believe that if somebody is lying, they will look to their left. Um, I think uh, uh, the people who are lying, their eyes will be will feel uncomfortable. Mm. Means the people uh, are, have eyes contact for seven to ten seconds longer than we are listening from listen when we are talking. Oh wow, this that's very end. specific. Yes, that's the end of my sharing. Well, thank you so much. It is something that is so important, and I mean, for us to do a Zoom call like this, it takes away so much from how we can really communicate when we get together in the studio too. So I can't wait to meet you guys in person and really get to know you better in person. Thank you once again for your sharing tonight. We just heard from Ben, Morton, Cedric, and James, and they're all coming from Tumen Catholic Secondary School. Lovely to speak to you guys. Take care, okay? Okay. Okay. Yes. Thank you.